are another episode of realities may vary on a different newer taping on a different night or recording on a different night i guess we don't tape anymore videotaping uh, we're videotaping it we're are we video blogging are we live well we're live streaming i know that much mm -hmm. i know that that's happening mm -hmm. he's cody goff i'm brian noonan uh we are uh, a little changed this week which listen stay on your toes because you never know usually we uh record this on Tuesday nights. Tonight it's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. You'll be listening to this somewhere down the road and you'll say, I, I don't care what day they did it. Well, we're explaining. So yeah, last week we were off. Last night, uh, yesterday, this was odd, Cody, because I, I like to tell people, I like to be transparent. Mm -hmm. Unlike the government, unlike most corporations, unlike some relationships, I like to be transparent. And so yesterday afternoon, I get a, no, it was early morning. I get a text from Cody the Goff. Mm. And he says, hey, man, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't think you ever type, hey, man, you might, though. And you hey. you had some you had forgotten you had a commitment downtown in the city. You said like that made it even more important. You could have said I have a hangnail and can't come in. But I like that you threw it. I have an appointment in the city where the high rollers go. That's where the ballers go for their meeting. So uh, can we do this another night? I actually said "Good morning, sunshine" in all caps, Ooh. and I'm I'm serious. Hold on, I'm gonna go back and look because I good, like that. Good morning, I like how sun that sounds. Yeah, good morning, yes, you sunshine. Did. Hey, so I messed up my calendar and actually blah blah blah. Yeah, no, I had a, I had a friend in town uh, ah. that I forgot was in town, and uh, you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's uh, this no big deal. This was uh, I have been uh, been a little housebound, but we'll get to that later. So this is oh this is an exciting week on the on the show because Sunday was my birthday and Monday was your birthday so happy birthday no Saturday and was wait I thought your birthday was the fourth yeah that was was that no. that was that wait that was Monday oh my God. Monday was your birthday I cannot think <laughs> right now. Your birthday is the day before mine. Oh, it is the day before yours, so mine was on Sunday. Yeah. I remember when mine was. Yeah. No. Mine was on Sunday, and yours is the day after. No, that's why I texted you yesterday morning, because I wasn't going to text you on your birthday. And first of all, I don't open Facebook, so I didn't know when you got back from New Orleans. We got back Thursday evening, Thursday okay. about 6. All right. So, uh, actually, I don't even think I noticed this thing. I think I noticed my scheduling issue on Monday, but... You had already texted me happy birthday. And there's this awkward, you know, like, I'm not going to text Brian and be like, oh, hey, by the way, my schedule's messed up. Because, like, Why? it's my birthday. It is your like, birthday. Then you're obligated to be nice about it. Or. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to take umbrage. I'm going to. I got to get my foot down <laughs> off the box that it's sitting on. And I'll explain that. But I'm going to take umbrage. What am I not nice? Um, I'm probably, when it comes to doing this, I'm probably the most understanding. That's it's like right. whenever whenever we can do it, we do it. We try to do it on the same night. And if you recall, the time and the night were based on your schedule. So I'm nothing if not accommodating. That's true. Yeah. All right. So go on. Keep blaming me. Well, so it's I, like you're one of it's like you're one of the family now. See, I'm a millennial, right? So is that right? Okay. I well, and I was raised Catholic, so there's a lot of internalized guilt happening here. So they, you know, <laughs> I would feel preemptively guilty at a thing that you wouldn't normally even weigh a way that you would react. You know, it's like it was very Canadian of me. It's a, you're just throwing things. a lot of words out, hoping to find a point, aren't you? Yeah. Well, there's a decoupage <laughs> somewhere okay. in there, and I I think that that's uh, that's it's deleterious to really discuss. 
wow. further. But deleterious. Mm -hmm. Is that even a thing? No. It, it, well, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it's very you know, I yeah, my friends and I used <laughs> in college if to say no. My friends and I used to say negatory. And I gotta negatory, bring that, good buddy. Yeah. I gotta bring that back. Is that from yeah. a thing? It was a big thing in it started in the 70s with the CB culture when all the truck that's you know a trucker thing. Negatory, good buddy. 10-4. I got smokies on my tail. <laughs> you know, that means the cops are coming up behind you. So yes, it was negatory was a big, big thing. Yeah, well, I'm bringing yeah. it, I'm gonna bring it back. Bring it back. Good. All right. I'm down. You know, I'm always down with some linguistic gymnastics. Yeah. I'll help you bring something back if I can. Limnastics. Wow. Well, I want to hear what happened to your leg. What happened Nothing. to the birth? Okay. What'd you do on your birthday? I'll explain all. On I, I my like, birth. Yeah. What'd oh. you do for your birthday? I saw your wife uh, put up a beautiful Instagram post with you and various. You were uh, in a tux on your wedding day. Then you were with your son. Then the uh, three of you were together. Oh, it was a beautiful collage of memories. She's very sweet. Uh, yesterday, she or uh, Monday, whenever my birthday was. Your birthday knows? was Monday. Trust me, I'm looking at a calendar. I have an old school wall calendar. In addition, I do. In addition, no, I do. We have one in our kitchen as well. Uh, why I keep I keep this little one in the office, hanging right by my desk. I also have, uh, you know, the calendar on my phone that I've gotten much better at using. Uh, just remembering to put stuff in, and so yeah, I'm always I'm. Trust me, your birthday was Monday. Well, <laughs> my wife made me a steak. It was very nice. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Big, dick, juicy steak. And I Ooh. Think, I can't remember what else. We did We watched something or uh, that part's that part's unclear to me. But oh, was there some uh, some drinking with the steak? I think I had a little bit of wine. I think it was pretty low key overall. That's pretty, nice. Pretty low key. You know, she, you know, she got me a nice card. She, you know, it's it very nice. Very fun. But, uh, but saturday well uh, so it doesn't really get so she for christmas she got me concert tickets for april 2nd april which was saturday oh yes okay right right which is two days before my birthday so we went out for my birthday but it was a christmas present but like she booked so we went to a show in aurora oh at the piazza never hmm. it's a not familiar negatory former, for, former uh like large bar but you walk in, it's really cool. It's kind of like, um, kind of like the downstairs part of the Vic. You know, there's kind of the stage area oh, yeah. behind it. There's a bar right there, like kind of in the middle. There's a bar in the middle of the Vic, right? I'm uh, making that. Is up. it in the middle or it is in the back? It might be in the. It might I be think, in the. Back. I think it's in the back at the Vic. Okay, but so it's, it's more of a bar than a concert venue. It's got a bar a little bit, a little bit back from the. So there's you could get right in front of the stage. There's like, you know, 10, 10, 15 feet deep and you can stand right in front of right in front of the stage. And then there's a level up and there's a bar there and you can walk all the way around that bar. And then behind it, there's a couple booths and then a lower bar kind of behind that. And then the, on either wing, there's like it spreads way out. It's like a all brick interior, um, you know, big speakers. Really cool. It's a cool venue. It's Sounds really interesting. cool. Piazza in Aurora. If you get a chance to all go. Right. Uh, if you like cover bands, let me tell you, Brian. Who'd you see? Well, no, no, I didn't see a cover band, but oh. their entire next month, every single band is a tribute band. 
everyone. U2 tribute, Guns N' Roses tribute, uh, ACDC tribute, Pink Floyd tribute. Literally, if you look at the calendar, it's just <laughs> two to three tributes a week. Um, it's probably a lot cheaper than trying to see any of those bands in real life. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, this show is great. So, okay, so the show we saw, we saw uh, the band is called Fozzy. I've heard that's with the wrestler, right? The lead singer is professional wrestling legend Chris Jericho. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm Jer Jericho is one of my he's one of the best wrestlers of all time and one of my favorites. And he's got this rock band that no one in the U.S. has ever heard of, but they're huge in the U.K. Are they I really? They, they chart in the U.K. They play them on the radio. They like sell out huge crowds in the U.K. Oh, my God. But here in the U.S., they're not quite this big. And so tickets for them and three openers, 25 bucks. <laughs> that's not bad it's incredible and the openers were phenomenal like the the first opener we walked in part way and they i probably could have taken or left but it was just kind okay. of we're, we're adjusting to the atmosphere i had just woken up from a nap when we went but then the the second opener was a so this is all like i don't want to say metal or i like, was just going to ask if you could because i'm looking at a picture of fozzy they look they look heavy. It's heavy like metal. They're going to be loud and a lot of teenage boys banging into each other. It's heavy metal for sure. Okay. Uh, clientele right. pretty much all middle-aged men. Uh, <laughs> and your wife. If you liked early 2000s rock, like Puddle of Mud, Seether, maybe a little Slipknot, that kind of Baking Benjamin, that kind of vibe, that, that's kind of this. Okay. Um, but the, the second opener was a, was a duo. And the guy is a German dude who plays guitar and sings. And the drummer was a woman who drummed and had a headset and sang backup vocals. Wow. And they were crazy good. <laughs> they were crazy good. Like, so, so good. Uh, I can't remember their name, of course, but I bought their T-shirt. Did you really? <laughs> I like them so much I because the, the woman was selling the T-shirts. So I wanted to go up and tell her how great they were, but I was like, I'm not going to do that and not buy a, buy a shirt. Uh, so I'll, I'll have to remind you next week, but yeah. And then the third opener was a trio of girls dressed in cheerleading outfits. Stop right there. And it was, I don't three, need to hear anymore. Three sisters from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, the middle sister was the singer and she did the whole, like, wah, 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 this is my voice. Nah, nah, nah. It would switch between this, like destructive death metal throat <laughs> screaming and then like really melodic singing and after the second or third song she stopped and she's like i just want to tell you all like you know believe in who you are be true to yourself we believe in love and jesus christ and we want you like all to feel like you belong so let's rock and then they like and then she's just like no we're <laughs> I had whiplash just from the whole, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm wow. Like there's the death metal and the cheerleading. And then there's anime in the background on the screens. And then she's talking about Jesus and how much we should <laughs> love each other. I'm like, this is a, it was, and they were great. Like they, I'm not, I'm not trash talking about all. They were great. No, you're Fozzie, not. Fozzie came on and they were just phenomenal. So it was a great evening. Now, how long does Fozzie play if they have three openers? That seems like an excessive amount of openers. I didn't look at my clock. I watched a single time. Probably an hour. It wasn't a okay. very long set, but probably good hour. It, was, mm -hmm. it felt right. It felt like a good amount of time. Can I ask the most old man question in the history of old man questions regarding a rock show? Yes. Were you standing the whole time or were there seats? 
when we got there, we ordered pizza from the bar and sat down and ate that. Okay. And that's, that's what I love about this venue. I love it when you can, like, you can go order a pizza at the bar, sit down, and you're like 100 feet away from the act, and you're just sitting yeah. there pizza. Okay. How cool is that? Uh, we stood, I think we stood the rest of the time. Yeah. All right. But we actually, we sat through the the duo because we got there partway into the first opener, which is, forget, I don't really remember anything about them. But then we we were sitting pretty much the whole time the duo was on. And then when the, and then when the cheerleaders came on, then we were just kind of finishing up our second beer. And then we got up and walked around a little bit. So we were, we were sitting in the last like probably hour and a half or so kind okay. of walking around. Yeah. That's, you know, that's just me being an old man, having gone to a million bar shows. And how, how old were you when you were like, I'm not standing at concerts anymore. 18. <laughs> <laughs> like at a, like at a bar show, you mean? Like Any I, show, a concert, like when you would stop going to shows where you just are standing in a crowd. I don't remember the last the last time I went to see a show in a bar where I had to stand the whole time. I went to see uh, Here Come the Mummies in Joliet, and it was a great show, but we stood the whole time. Um, that was about three years ago, maybe. And um, but yeah, I like I like the I like the option of sitting down. I don't mind standing. Like if I'm at a big show and it's time to stand up, I'll stand up. But I like the option, especially if you're at a show where it's going to be, you know, hours long. I, you know, I want to sit down a little bit. So I don't know. There was never a time where I consciously said it. It wasn't like on this date in history, I decided to never stand at a show again. Just kind of <laughs> like, eh. You know, if somebody said, if somebody offered me, said we were going to this thing it's going to be really cool then i met then i'll it's game time decision am i going to go am i going to stand am i not um we went to the the new uh house of blues casino or um hard rock hotel and casino in uh indiana a couple eh, a few months ago to see a blues guy and i thought we were gonna have to stand but we got there early and we got a table so that was good nice. you know but yeah i don't i don't i don't want to stand all night so now you're out, you're in uh, Aurora. Do you stay out in Aurora? Yeah. So I guess the birthday present portion where she got us a very swanky hotel nearby. Hey now, in swanky. downtown Aurora, Aurora Hotel took us. Uh, it was like three miles away. Forty dollar Uber. Oh, pretty pretty brutal. But considering how cheap the tickets and the night was in general, like, yeah. we, we drank all night, had pizza. It was under a hundred bucks with tip for the bar tab. Oh geez, that's cheap. Yeah, that is way cheap. Yeah. No, the whole so night was, was this... less. Was this like downtown Aurora? No, I don't know. No, it wasn't walkable. I mean, it was like, okay. like you got out, you're like, okay, well, there's like a, a giant mall, shopping mall nearby. Here's a, there's a big parking lot. It was very like out there, suburban. There was stuff that's by the interstate. I don't know. I don't know anything about huh. Aurora. Does Aurora yeah. have like a cute downtown? They have a big downtown now uh, where it's, I think Aurora is maybe the second largest city in the state. I think so. I think that's correct. Uh, yeah. The, the Paramount uh, theater is downtown Aurora. They've got restaurants and bars down there. There's a casino, a casino down there. Um, I used to work on the border of Naperville, Aurora, at the Fox Valley mall. They used to have a, a laugh factory out there. So I was out there. That's pretty much where I was because I think okay. our hotel was technically in Naperville. Ah, yeah. That, okay. Highway is right there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. where it was. All right. Well, very nice. Sounds good. 
Everybody's hanging out. What's a beer go for at the Piazza? I didn't even look. At the- well, you know why? Because you're made of money. Because <laughs> you don't care. What's it? Six bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks? Bring it. I'm going to drink it. So we got a large pizza, chicken wings, and I probably had four. We probably probably eight to 10 beers. Yeah. And the tab was 70 bucks. That doesn't seem possible. I, Somebody I, left something off your bill. Did I keep it? Me? I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I gave him my name every time I came up. Maybe well, he put listen, it on somebody else's tab. I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't know. That's all right. Listen, don't, uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm. I don't know why TLC would come into the into play there but yeah don't do that i uh all i know about aurora now is i'm uh i can't stand their mayor because he's running for governor richard irvin and he's on tv non-stop and he's just a uh he's a right-wing lunatic i think mm. first first the commercials were and and this is not a slam on his military service but the the first commercials that aired every you know basically every break during the news was talking about him serving in the military and coming home and trading in his gun for a law degree. And then he's doing ride alongs and he's taking care of taking care of business in Aurora, cleaning it up. And he's going to, you know, the left wing liberals hate guys who look like me and think that uh, think that all lives matter. And we got to fund the police and blah, blah, blah. I'm their worst nightmare. And I'm like, dude, shut up. I just keep seeing your commercials nonstop. Wait, are you saying if I go to like a gun show and I buy a gun, I can trade it with someone for a law degree? I think only if you're a veteran. I oh. don't think layman can do that. Okay. What if it's yeah. what if it's like a combat rifle, like a like a like a murder weapon kind of gun? Then I think you could be a paralegal. Okay. But you still didn't serve. So while you have while you have a very tenuous connection. By having a military weapon, you yourself did not serve, so you're out of luck. But I don't want to get—I don't want to be a paralegal because then I have to jump out of a plane, don't I? No, that's paratrooper. Oh, that's paratrooper. Huh? Yeah. I don't really want to be that either. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you then. Maybe you just stay out of Aurora, or you don't—or you don't be a lawyer. That's I remember when Aurora used to be just a, a place to stop and take a dump on your way to DeKalb. Wow. <laughs> that was basically what it was because you never there there wasn't anything to draw you in like the casino wasn't there and the the theater wasn't there and all that stuff so it was just you'd pull off at a gas station on your way to DeKalb hmm. and then you were on your way <laughs> I got to go interesting so, yeah I also it's uh, maybe a super trooper no I don't think so Mike chiming in come on I'll Mike, be a super trooper. bring it Cody could be a super trooper. I don't know. I got the, wait, hold on. I got the. Here we go. What do you got? This is what I need. Right here. This is what I need for it. All I got to do is one of these. I I become a, I go from trooper to super trooper. I don't know what that is. It's a super mushroom. Is it? From Mario? Some kid asked me today, what's your favorite character in Mario Brothers? I, I don't know. Mario. Oh, you don't like this or this? I go, I know nothing about Mario. Hmm. What about Luigi? I go, oh, yeah, okay, I guess I know Luigi. But I can't I can't say he or Mario are my favorite. I just know who they are. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, I, again, a, any video game reference is going to be lost. I'm, oh, my gosh. Look at all your clips. No, don't do that. There's a what? bug in here. 
I'm going to kill it. I'm sitting in the office yesterday and Debbie comes in. There's a giant spider on the ceiling in the bathroom. I said, okay, you've got to go kill it. I said, well, it's 2022. Aren't you a, aren't you a liberated woman? I, I hate them. Go kill it. Yeah. So it's your job to kill it. I did. I went in and killed it. Wasn't bothering anybody. It was way up in the farthest corner of the bathroom, way up in the ceiling. Uh, but I got it. I smushed it. Think I got any gratitude? Absolutely not. You didn't let it outside? Well, it'll go outside in the tissue it's rolled up in when I take the garbage out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to get a proper burial at the landfill with all the other garbage we throw out. No, I'm not saving a spider. There's, You know, what is it? There's some weird statistic that no matter where you are, you're only like six feet from a spider. Huh. That's I don't know if that's true, but I've heard it. It's urban t urban lore. I'm going to spread it around. Fake news. I don't care. I'm spreading fake news all over the place. I got a bad attitude. I don't do science stuff anymore, so I don't care. Yeah. Well, people, uh, boy, you. I love non-science Cody now that he doesn't work for his former company and uh, lashes out at critics. But I did see you're also getting a lot of love from people who are not enjoying the new product. People have been uh, sending me a lot of love on Twitter. I very much appreciated yes. that. And yeah. uh, and it's, it's uh, got to make you feel good. It was fun. Yeah, if you didn't if you didn't catch it, I uh, somebody left like a three star review on my old podcast, <laughs> and, and I went off on Twitter and I was like, you know what? Eat eat crap, basically, because <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I don't care if you listen. I'm not there anymore. Yeah, really. Stuck. What it's do like, I care? It, it's like everybody's dream, right? Like it's it's like uh, you know. Cause like you, you've dealt with the public for many years. Oh, yes. I love the public. <laughs> I love them. Don't kid yourself. I love the public. Right. So, you know, most of them, people say some very rude things and you, you want to say, you know, go pound sand, but yeah, they also, if they're, they're also part of your revenue, they're part of your audience. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of be polite. But what man, once you're not working for that show anymore, you yeah, can exactly. do whatever you want. It's great. Oh man, this person <laughs> was like, mm, Cody sounds like a 13 year old. I'm like, really? You sound like an idiot. Go eat, <laughs> go eat crap. You know, like, this coming from the man whose mantra to me was, don't read the comments, don't read the comments, don't read the comments. I didn't even know how I saw that comment. Somebody, I, I, well, the problem is on Twitter, they tag you. So it pops up in your, you know, because I'm sure this person had nothing. But all of a sudden, you're paying attention. Like, he -he, we won. He -he. It's, I saw one of my buddies from college arguing. He and his niece both arguing with this idiot troll over some political thing. And I'm reading the thread, and I'm like, dude, why are you bothering with this guy? So I actually put, don't engage. Don't mm -hmm. engage the trolls. It's just, yeah, it's hard. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard because you want to engage. But it's not going to do you any good because it's the internet. You know, and now that Elon Musk owns a huge chunk of Twitter, things are going to, oh, man, things are going to be fantastic. We're going to have an edit button. Trump's going to get his account back. Everything's going to be hunky-dory with the world. Why do people hate Elon so much? I don't hate Elon. I'm just, you know. No, no, not to everyone else on Twitter. It's like, well, it's going to ruin the internet. Like, really? Elon, they hate Elon Musk because they ain't Elon Musk. Because they are not going to come up with electric cars and rocket ships and, you know, make bazillions of dollars and be weird. They'll just be sad. 
you know, and I'm not arguing the billionaire class because quite frankly, I wish I was in the billionaire class. I don't, I don't begrudge. What I do begrudge is when people get that much money and then they, you know, really take advantage of their employees. That's, that's not good business. If I'm, if I'm working for a company and I have to pee in a bottle because, uh, you've overstat, you know, you're putting too much on us that I can't even take a bathroom break. That's when I get, but I get mad at that particular billionaire. You know, I don't get mad at all billionaires. All billionaires aren't making me pee in a bottle. Some billionaires might actually have a nice bathroom for me to go sit down on a heated seat, read a magazine, get a pedicure, then come back out to work all happy and floofed up. Know what I mean? Kind of. I'm all about capitalism, Cody. That's what it boils down to. Sure. I mean, I'm yeah. Hot I, take. I, I like cap- money. We you, you initial caps every word in realities may vary. RMV. RMV, right. A lot of capitalizing. Is that right? Uh, yeah, what I like to, we are, I like to capitalize. We're burying the lead here. You are in the capital of I went you are to, not in Baton Rouge. You were in no. New Orleans. I went to New Orleans. Uh, I was on spring break from school, which is very, very exciting. We, oh, dude, I was wet t-shirt contesting everything. So we were going, tried to be frugal. You know, we had our plane ticket credit because we didn't go to uh, Mardi Gras. And then I had booked a hotel and I found that same hotel a little cheaper. So I did that. And you know me, I'm always searching for a bargain. So then I get this uh, email from Travel Zoo, five-star hotel in New Orleans, 95 bucks a night. I'm like, what? So I look it up. I know where the hotel is. I'm like, okay. Uh, we booked that. So we we went down, went down there pretty reasonably. But we went Monday through Thursday, which I've learned, mistake. Because a lot of good places are closed Monday and Tuesday. Mm. But it's New Orleans. So there's a million places. And we decided when we got there that we were going to, we didn't decide when we got there. We decided when we tried to get our first meal, let's just go places we haven't been before because there's a million places. And this was the first time we had been stuck in the quarter without a car other than Mardi Gras. So we get to our hotel. Turns out the hotel is the hotel where Duke, the Duke blue devils will be staying for the final four, which happened last weekend, just as we left town. The final four started. Is that basketball? That's basketball, Cody. It's March Madness. It's April. It was the first weekend of April. But it's madness during March, and it all culminates on the first first couple days of April. So So there's four teams. Is the culmination mad also, or is it just... The culmination is the road ends here. The road to the final four ended in New Orleans. Wow. Right there. So... We're in the we're in the cab, and a cab in New Orleans is the best way to get from the airport downtown because it's all posted on their window. It's one one flat rate. Here it is: two people, thirty six bucks. That's it. You're going into the city, thirty six bucks. Okay. As we turn, the the cab driver turns down this one way street, which dead ends at our hotel, and there's a big blue sign that says "The road ends here." And I'm like, well, that's kind of figuratively and literally. Very, very strange. So it it was it was fun. A lot we walked, and this is not an exaggeration because I did the conversion from my Fitbit steps to miles. Monday we walked about 10 miles. Tuesday, we walked a little more than that. 
we had, you know, we were drinking, we were having fun. We were going to places, um, went to this, went to this dive bar on Monday night for a hamburger. It was just a little dive bar in the quarter with like a griddle up front in the corner. Oh, it was a fantastic burger. So we were having fun. So now we've walked 20 miles. It's the weather was beautiful. It was like 80 degrees, sunny. I got a little color. It was fantastic. Drinking some Sazeracs. We did. We went to two places we had been before. We went to uh, the uh, Carousel Bar. And Cody, let me tell you something. There's nothing like having a Sazerac at 11:15 a.m. <laughs> nothing like it. It is. Well, it's like you when you when you went after that Twitter troll. It's liberating. Because you realize when you're sitting on a at a rotating bar, 15 minutes after they open and you got the last two seats at the carousel, yeah, you're like, where can my day go from here? Because it started out with an $18 cocktail and now <laughs> and here we go. So we went there and we went to Pat O'Brien's because that's Debbie's place. So we got to go. We have to always go and at least have one hurricane at Pat O'Brien's. And that's where we had one hurricane. So Tuesday night, after about 20-some miles of walking, I get back to the hotel, take off my shoes, and on my left foot, I have the entire bottom of my big toe is a blister, and I have a blister on the side of my foot. Now, I was wearing shoes that I wear all the time, gym shoes, comfortable. They don't, I don't know what happened. So I'm like, oh, that's, those are gross. Now, the older shoes, they're, they've got good support. They're, the soles aren't worn down. Everything is, everything is good, you know? And I didn't, I wore one pair on Monday. I wore a different pair on Tuesday because I like to rotate my gym shoes, you know, because I'm a weirdo. Because that way they don't all wear out. Or So do you pop blisters or do you leave them? I've never known what you should do. I haven't had a foot blister in a really long time. You're lucky because you're diabetic. And they, well, it's, I guess, <laughs> no, they, listen, all I ever hear from Debbie is, you know, her diabetics worry about their feet, you know? Oh, I'm lucky. Toes, be, are, I'm, toes are the first to go. I yeah, you're okay. lucky you don't get blisters. I'm lucky that I haven't gotten blisters. Not, yes. I'm no, lucky not, because I'm diabetic, which means I don't get blisters. No, that's, you're I, lucky that, you don't get like, you're, yeah, I said it wrong. No, you're I was lucky like, you yeah. don't get blisters because you're diabetic. Because okay, that's, that's the first fair. question. Anytime I have something with my feet, first question any doctor asks, are you diabetic? I go, why? Because I don't know. Because this little piggy went to the candy store. I said, you're not professional at all. I got to go. So I look at these and I didn't, um, I was like, oh, this, this is pretty bad. But what are you going to do? So Wednesday we get up and now we swear we're not going to walk that much because the weather is supposed to turn bad on Wednesday. But preemptively I take Band-Aids and I wrap them around my, my toe. And I think the Band-Aids will help. That's why I think I should have popped the blister first because we walked and walked. Now... You know, again, had I wanted to walk all that way, not really. But we get back uh, Wednesday. We it was the storm was coming. We end up at the bar in the hotel where they're, you know, fortuitous. They're doing happy hour specials, so we had a few drinks and some oysters and good as gold. So we want to stay in the room because tornado warnings were happening. Things were blowing around. Uh, I literally 
almost got blown over. We were walking down the sidewalk. The wind was so strong, it knocked me, and I had to take two steps to the side to right myself. That is some wind. I would say hurricane force wind. And here I thought you were from the windy city. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Wow, Cody left. No, I, I was just off camera. I just, yeah. Oh, I thought you dramatic were effect. That very was dramatic. very dramatic. It is a very dramatic. dramatic. Well, as as we get up to leave the bar, I feel like some squishy in my shoe. My shoe, my foot. I was like, oh, something's weird. Long story short, I get up. The bandages had slipped off my toe. The blister had popped, soaking my shoe in goo and blood. Um, Debbie sees this, lets out a shriek. She was like, I'm going to run across the street to the drugstore. To I'm going to CVS. I'm going to get some Neosporin and some. I was like, okay, that'd be great. Uh, she runs over. She gets it. Now I get up on Thursday, and my foot is swollen, and my big toe is purple. And I'm like, okay. So I put more Neosporin on it, more Band-Aids. We go to breakfast. We went to a – this is Cody. This is your future, unless you wise up. Doing stupid things for your kids. Uh oh. So we're going down, and Molly's like, Oh, um, if you go by Dirty Coast, it's a store. She goes, I want, um, I, I'm getting a new iPad cover and I need to get some new stickers. So can you get me one of those Dirty Coast stickers that say, Be a New Orleans, New Orleanian, wherever you are? And I'm like, Well, if we see it, she's like, Well, there's one at the airport, but there's one in the quarter. Okay. Then she said, Are you going out to breakfast? probably we'll go out to breakfast at some point. Well, if you go to um, Molly's Rise and Shine, which is a place uptown that she used to go all the time. It's one of her favorite places. We've eaten we've eaten their food, but only carried in because of the pandemic. Then you could get me one of their stickers too. And I'm like, all right. So we had kind of written off going to Molly's Rise and Shine. But Thursday morning, we go to Molly's Rise and Shine. And I got to tell you, it's a fine bre- breakfast biscuit. And their gravy, whew, oh, mama, delicious. Because I got biscuits, like a breakfast biscuit sandwich, and then uh, a small biscuit and gravy. So it was like half a biscuit with the, oh, man. But now, but you, what's the problem? Well, the problem was we had to take a $20 Uber each way to get a dollar sticker. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, I didn't expect that. No, no. when we could when we could have eaten breakfast right next door, um, you know, fifteen feet from the hotel where we ate the day before. Yeah, that was good. That was, but you know what? Listen, that's what you do for your kids. Stupid stuff. So anyway, I call. I'm standing outside Molly's. I call my doctor. But before I, I got it. We, I bought for one of, I think it was for Valentine's Day. I bought Debbie an experience. For her for Valentine's Day instead of stuff. So I got her this demonstration cooking class in New Orleans. And it's at the New Orleans cooking school. So the two of us go on Tuesday afternoon. And it's taught by this 81-year-old woman who you would have thought when I first heard her talk, I thought she was from New York. She was a lifelong New Orleanian, uh, growing up out in the swamps. She was a a, a chef, I guess, uh, or just loves cooking. And she taught this class and it was, she was hilarious and the most energy. 
I, I don't have half her energy and I'm like 30 years, her junior, but she's, you know, so there she's up on that elevated thing. Probably like when you used to do those shows at, uh, Kenmore, you know, she's up yeah. on a big, big elevated stage with the, the, the range, you know, the stove and there's mirrors over it. So you can see that. And, oh man. And you get to eat everything. That's the thing. She's cooking it and then you get to eat it. So That's there was cool. crab and corn bisque, which was very simple to make. So I'm Debbie looked at the recipes and watched her cook them and goes, I could probably cook these. So we had crab and corn bisque, chicken etouffee, and then uh, they made pralines. Man, dude, just straight up making, sugar. You're making me hungry. I just had dinner too. It was so that was a lot of fun. That was that was a great uh, you know, Debbie was really excited about it. And I thought it was terrific. So that was that was a highlight. And I they do some classes where you can actually you're doing the cooking too. But this was just a sit down, get out of the heat, have a beer, and watch some old lady cook. And then uh you just eat. Eat and eat and eat. So it was fun. So back to the foot. I get home, I make an appointment. Friday morning I go. Now my uh, you know, things are things are looking like a horror show. You may remember five years ago this happened. When I ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Your foot has had many. Uh, this foot is a nightmare. Yeah. There, there's a part of me that wants to trade it in, mm. but I don't think Debbie's going to let me. Uh, so I go to the doctor, my primary care guy. He's like, oh, okay, well, uh, looks like it's infected. So I'm going to give you antibiotics and I'm not going to, no more Neosporin. Use this. It's some silver nitrate kind of thing that you put on like cake frosting on the blister. Ooh. And it's supposed to, prevent does pre prevent viruses and uh heal the skin and i'm like okay he said and i want to see you back here monday stay off your feet <laughs> how do you, you for, for anybody i think to literally stay off their feet you have to be hospitalized because if you're home there's always something for you to do one you got to go to the bathroom two you know the dogs are barking you got to let them out three Oh, maybe you got to throw in a load of laundry. Now, I know you're probably saying you don't have to do all those things because you have other human beings in your house. Eh, they don't do it right when I need it done. So uh, I didn't really stay off my feet uh, Saturday or Saturday. No, nah, I did some stuff. Sunday, my birthday, I'd stayed off it more. But I was working, so I was sitting at the desk, which was not great. Um he goes, come back Monday. Yesterday, or Monday, I go after school, and I walk in, and the nurse practitioner takes it off, and he's like, oh, that doesn't look good. The doctor comes in and goes, oh, it's gotten worse. This is, <laughs> I think you should go to the emergency room right now. Didn't this happen to you last time? This happens all the time. No, told... but like with the emergency room escalation? Yeah, th that was no, that was the last time when when I got the cellulitis, we were on the air on Sunday night. I was talking about how bad my leg was. Somebody who a friend of ours who's a paramedic called Debbie while I while we were on the air and said if he gets home and his leg is hot, you got to get him to the emergency room right away. So the I said to the doctor, because I'm thinking I was, you know, I wasn't wearing really comfortable clothes. I was and I was like, can I go home first? Or do I, you know, is it, is it life-threatening that I have to go right this second? And he's like, no, you can go home and get your stuff and 
then go, but go to the emergency room right today, right now. Okay. So I text Debbie, hey, guess what? I got to go to the ER. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Oak Park because that's where my podiatrist is on staff. And somebody, when my mom, when my mom last month had that episode with her heart and ended up in the emergency room on a Monday, the nurses told me, and I think I told you this, never go to the emergency room on Monday because nobody goes to the emergency room over the weekend. They all wait till Monday. Yeah. Well, I'm going on a Monday. Five hours I sat in the emergency room. Debbie went home once to let the dogs out, came back. Um, finally, I go in, and this young doctor, now, I don't know if he was just trying to move me along or whatever, but he walks in, he's looking, <laughs> takes a couple swabs. They had made me take a urine test that they just left sitting on the counter. They never, they decided they weren't going to run any more tests, so I left a a fine jar of wee right over on their counter. I don't know why. Maybe they're just a fetish. Who knows? So <laughs> yep. he looks at it and goes, oh, yeah, it's a blister. Wow, that yeah, it's infected. It's he said, maybe the antibiotic is not uh, strong enough. It's like, okay, are you going to admit me? No. We're, and Debbie's like, well, last time, he, and I'm like, calm down. I could, I'm, you know. I still have my faculties. I can speak. And I'm like, well, I've had cellulitis there before. And I, yeah, you know, and he says to Debbie, listen, uh, just because it's an IV antibiotic doesn't mean it's any better than the antibiotic I'm going to give him <laughs> orally. And it's going to be more comfortable, cheaper, and faster if you just if he just takes the medicine at home. All right. and, I'm like, and I'm like, okay, cool. Then he says to stay off my feet. So they give me they give me four giant like horse pill size antibiotics because now it's after almost ten o'clock, and they're like, well, the pharmacies are going to close, so we're going to give you your first dose right now, and I can't wait to see the bill for that dose seven thousand dollars for four pills. It's going to be astronomical. And then then all right, so I feel bad enough that I had to go to the emergency room, even though this time I I actually was proactive in trying to prevent things happening, which is unusual for me. Then Debbie goes, well, there goes $200. I'm like, what? What? Or no, five. There goes 500. I forget what it was, two or five. There it goes. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, an emergency room visit costs that. I go, but we have insurance. She goes, yeah, they only cover the ER if they admit you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. How can I make this worse? So they have to admit me. I said, and then we'll get a bill for thousands of dollars. Because they admitted me. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell her I uh, I had to pay four hundred dollars in parking tickets for no reason. Oh, did you? Are we all right. We're getting. We I don't let me forget that. I got to hear you fighting the law. So anyway, I you know I didn't go to school yesterday. Yesterday, I sat most of the day. Now I've got a box and a pillow under the desk here. I kept my foot up on that most of the day yesterday, and Molly was yelling at me. Uh, stay off your feet, capital letters in a text. I'm like, okay, blah, 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 blah. But then today I went back to school because it's after the one dose of antibiotic, I could tell there was a little improvement. After now, when did I start taking them? Uh, Tuesday and today, it's it's looking much better. So that was uh, that. Was that. 
that's the that's the curse. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. And then next month I'm having toe surgery on the other foot. I'm I'm hobbled, Cody. My I'm falling apart. This whole thing, this aging is not. Uh, I I'm not a fan. I know there's no other alternative. Well, there's one other alternative, but. <sighs> Yeah. Um. Well, hey, I'm glad they're doing all right. And it sounds like New Orleans was fun and your foot really Ooh. didn't like get messed up till the last no. day. And listen, I powered through. I didn't care. We were, we, we did a lot of, uh, it was funny though, because it was so hot and we were walking so much. We were never buzzed. The only time I was kind of buzzed was the first day. Cause our flight, we had to be at the airport at 6 AM and we got down there about 10, 10 30 go to the hotel drop off our bags now it's we're starving you know because we hadn't we were dumb we didn't get anything to eat at the airport so now we've been up since four and it's 11 15 and we're like uh and the the worst thing you could ever say to somebody is, where do you want to go eat because i don't care where do you want to go i don't care and it's round and round and I'm like all right i think debbie finally said let's go get some oysters at acme fine we get to Acme Oysters where we go all the time. Uh, they open at 11. It's now ele like 11.16. There's a line down the block and nobody's moving. So I don't know what, what it is. And this is where our let's go places we've never been before started. Because right across the street is Felix's. And I've heard great things about Felix's. Felix's Oyster House and, and seafood. It's been there forever in the quarter. And I'm like, let's just go to Felix's. So we walk across the street, look at the menu on the on the window. Yep, this is great. Walk right in, sat right down, boom. Um, oh man, char grilled oysters, crawfish pies, a couple of beers. Oh man. But having no sleep, those couple of beers, I walked out and I was like, oh, wow. And Debbie got this bloody berry. It was the craziest bloody Mary. It came with a full head-on shrimp. Like the head, the shell, the whole thing. Like they just grabbed it out of the water, whacked it on the counter, and put it on the uh, put it on the thing. A giant raw oyster. It had okra and pickled green beans and celery, and it was like a salad. It was a meal in itself. But she hates raw oysters, so I got two extra oysters. Ha ha! That's right. Sounds very New Orleansy. It was very New Orleansy. Drinking a lot of uh, Sazeracs. I did get to visit one new brewery that I had never been to. Um, we also went to the oldest bar in America, Jean Lafitte's blacksmith shop at the, uh, very Eastern end of the quarter where, uh, they're famous for their purple drink. It's some sort of uh, frozen thing that is, uh, insane. So we had a purple drink, uh, and then we were like, well, we're this far. We might as well get to that brewery, which is a few blocks down and then over right on Frenchman street. Then it was a walk back Then it's like. Oh man, we got a long walk back. I said, should we get a should we get an Uber or a cab? No, let's go because then we'll stop and get something to eat because we hadn't eaten. This was Tuesday night. I'm like, all right, uh, but yeah, we had it. We had a great time. The weather was great. Um, everything, every it's everything it should be. You know, the ho it's funny. Uh, funny when hotels. I have not been. <laughs> you'll appreciate this as once again I bring up a man who has a medical condition. So we get to the room. Now it's the Intercontinental, supposed to be like this big fancy five-star hotel. Duke is staying there. Did I mention that? So you know it's, you know, yeah. So we get there and the room's okay, you know. 
we got a nice view of the back of the La Quinta uh, across the street. And there's no refrigerator. Now, maybe I'm just a schlub middle-class traveler, but most hotels you go in now, there's a refrigerator in the room. This had a mini bar you know, with big signs. Don't uh, don't put your own stuff in the mini bar because everything's on sensors and blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> I felt like I was in a movie telling Debbie, don't touch the mini bar. Can't touch the mini bar. So Debbie calls down and because I had picked up a six pack and we had she had some orange juice and stuff uh, just in case. And she's she played the diabetes. She played the medication card. Would you happen to have a mini fridge uh, that you could send up because I have uh, some med medication that needs to be refrigerated? Oh, yes, ma'am. We sure do. We will send it right up. Like, oh, fantastic. I get my, my money out to tip the gentleman when he comes. There's a knock on the door. And this guy is holding something that was about this tall. It was the size of a small, you know, those igloo coolers that hold a six pack, those tiny little ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And I'm looking at him and I'm shocked. I go, the refrigerator? He goes, yeah. I'm like, huh? And I look because I don't see a cord or anything. He goes, oh, the cord's inside. And then just flip it, flip it to cool. I'm like, huh? Okay. Thank you. Uh, I was so flushed. I forgot to tip him. <laughs> and I had the money in my pocket. I was ready to throw a five on him. Wow. So it fit Debbie's medication and one tiny bottle of orange juice. That was what was able to fit in there. So I got, I went old school college spring break. I filled up the garbage can with ice and put my beer in there. Yes. <laughs> I could not have been more white trash if you had, <laughs> if you had just made my neck completely red. I'm down at the uh, ice machine. I'm filling up because there was the can and then a plastic liner. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And a bag. So I fill that up. Then I got some extra ice. Put it on top. Oh, my beard stayed icy cold. It was delicious. That's, <laughs> I believe it. I leave a note on top for housekeeping. Which five star hotel? They don't do housekeeping if you're staying more than one night. They just wait till you check out, unless you ask for something. Like, well, yeah, a lot of places are doing that now. I guess so. That's fine. But I left a note on the trash can. Please do not remove. So, because so, all I could picture was somebody coming in and go, "What kind of jerk leaves a bucket full, a garbage can full of ice?" And then dump out my beers. Uh-oh. Baby crying. Is that an earthquake? What happened? Is there a natural disaster in your suburb? No, it just sounds like a lot of noise. I don't know. Rumbling. Is it your is it your family? Is everything okay? Yeah, I don't know. My wife might be moving a table around or something. <laughs> she does, does she do a lot of uh, reorganizing the furniture at, uh, late at night? I don't know. Kitchen table moves around sometimes. What is that? Do you want to go check? Hold on. All right. <laughs> All right. Go see what's going on in your house. This is a not scary, but uh, concerning. Anytime you hear those kind of noises, and Cody's face definitely gave it away that he was uh, he wanted to know what was going on. What was it? Nothing. You got to turn that microphone on. 
I have no idea. I just walked over two feet and then stopped for a second, <laughs> listened for a couple of seconds. And I'm like, this isn't any different than standing over here. So I just, it was useless. I'm uh, sure if it was an emergency, your wife would come dashing in. One would think, you know, that refrigerator thing is uh, kind of funny. We, when we checked into the hotel, they sent us a message first because we booked via hotels.com. They said, okay. hey, do you want anything for your stay? And there's this form and you can request a refrigerator, a microwave, a humidifier, oh, all Lord. this stuff. And my wife pointed out, it's like, that that's smart. You know, like, why have a hotel with, like, 500 rooms and have them all have a refrigerator running? Yeah. That's a lot of power. When you it think about lot. it, yeah. it's like, just stock, like, 50 and just lend them out. I will say, we did, I did, uh, did I request? I think I originally requested a refrigerator and a microwave in case we had leftovers. And we sure, yeah. And stuff. But uh, and then they said they were out of microwaves. Like that's fine. We don't really need the refrigerator. Yeah, you don't need a microwave. The microwave at all. Like frankly, <laughs> even and we didn't even end up needing them. Period. And we we requested the humidifier, but after the show, uh, when we got back, that was too uh, altered to uh, operate it. So it just kind of couldn't sat figure there. out how to do a humidifier. Uh, I know I just was too tired and full of beer and pizza to uh, put the effort in. Yeah, it was more sense. about it was more about getting horizontal at that point is yeah right on we know what that means yeah going laying down going to sleep i that ho the hotel i was at had the worst it was the softest bed i think in the history of beds oh, if no. you would if you had filled a bed with just feathers like dolly parton's uh grandma's feather bed you, this is what the bed was like debbie loved it oh my god this is the greatest bed and I'm laying there going, I can't even roll over. I There's nowhere to support myself. It's, yeah, I was flailing around like a turtle on his back, screaming. It was horrifying. Hmm. Horrifying. But I put yeah. all those things behind me. My almost, uh, you know, losing an appendage and all that. I would do it again. Now, what happened with the law? What happened I, with Johnny Law and your parking tickets? Well, we left our uh, last left for our hero, me. Uh, I had parked my car in a place that I've parked it a million times before that now apparently is handicapped parking on the street, uh, unmarked. I looked this. Is it really uh, unmarked? It's pretty much uh, like the science behind a tree. It, the, the other science facing the sidewalk only. Like I took a picture of where I actually parked the actual parking meter sign. I took a picture of that sign to know what to pay for when I was walking in the hospital. Nowhere in that picture, I photo evidence that at the part, it's nowhere near the actual like parking area. So it's like, okay. what the heck? So anyway, basically it's too much. So I paid the $150 towing fee. Great. Got my Ooh, car back. Great. Right. $250 ticket on top of it, which I was going to fight. And I was just looking at it and doing all the research. And then I'm like, I would have to like, there's three, you can either do it by correspondence where they'll just right. not, they'll, it doesn't matter in person. You might have a chance or you can do it online, but the online option never popped up. And I'm like, I'm like, what's the end game here? The end game here is I have to go downtown at a time of the courts choosing or whatever. <laughs> I have to go to where I had parked, take a bunch of pictures. Oh no, no. Here's the actually. If you had an in-person hearing, you had to submit the photo evidence along with the uh, with the contesting. So I would have had to go downtown to take all the pictures and gather all my evidence. Right, you need evidence. And then include that with the request to contest the ticket and then go back downtown a second time. Uh, and I'm just doing the math and the time. Like, my time is more valuable than that. Your time is um, worth some money. Yeah, because, like, we're talking... We're talking, let's say Metra, all right, plus like walking. All right, that's an hour in, hour out, right? That's two right. hours. 
plus the fit like 12 bucks for the round 10 bucks from round trip okay and that's two of those right so and sure. plus however long you're at the courthouse i mean that could be god another two hours so it's like six to eight hours plus right. like 20 bucks travel at least um i think you're just, I, I think 150 your your time is worth more than 150 bucks well no this is for the, oh, the 200 Ugh, yeah, right. your time's not worth 250 i mean it's 225 225 i'd say yeah but 250 no my my time is more than 25 bucks an hour and, and marta's saying in the chat that's exactly what they're counting on people giving up uh yeah they beat me i mean I <laughs> you only you know you only live once and do i have like 12 hours to fight a traffic ticket like that i can afford uh yeah does it suck does, is it unjust is it like garbage that i have to it's all it's bad it's terrible but like whatever i'm not in the position where like if I were like if I were like retired and bored, I'd fight. Oh the yeah, then you gotta fight. Then you right? fight it all day. Yeah, go down to court in your fishing hat. Yeah, your sandals with socks on. Yeah, I don't got time for that. I got a baby. I want to spend time with my son. You know, and I you got a like, job. I got a job. I'm very busy. Yeah, it's whatever. So, uh, yeah, here we go. So anyway, I go online to pay it. Um, I so the city of Chicago says. Yeah, let's see. I'll do this again. All right. So if I go to contest it. It can right. find, it actually can find my ticket and will let me submit a contest thing of it. But if I go, let me put on my license plate. But if I go to the uh, pay.chicago.gov and I put in my license plate, uh, state of registration, last name, do their CAPTCHA, choosing trains on this stupid interface and verify that I'm a human and click search, uh, <laughs> there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Your ticket's not there. It's not there. No, there's a there's a there's a speed warning that uh, someone else driving my car uh, received. Uh, we received in the mail from like February twentieth. Molly but, just got one of those. A warning. I didn't know that was even a thing. Anymore. I didn't know that was. Yeah, speed warning. It was for like I don't even know where it was. Um, but it says warning: no payment needed. So okay, so my ticket was on. What's the date on this? uh three set right march 7th so it's been a full month and it's it's not on their website then so well, like how would you how did you pay a ticket that's not on the website well if you pay i mean i would mail it right because right. because you, you can check a box on this on this ticket deal right you can say payment enclosed send a check contest by mail or request for in-person hearing what it says is it says payment options online, visit chicago.gov slash finance, which I did. Right. Or in person, I can bring it to a department of finance facility. I'm not doing that. Or by mail. Right? <laughs> I'm not doing but, that. But this says consequences for failure to respond. If the fine uh -oh. is not paid within 25 days after a determination of liability is entered, a notice of final determination will be issued and a late payment penalty that may be equal in amount to the fine will also be due. Yeah, so you could go, you could do all that, and they could still say, "No, you're out of luck." I did that with a ticket, but I just sent this. I sent a letter about yeah. something, and they were like, "Yeah, oh, no, this was for some same kind of thing." But I sent, you know, they're like, "If you want to contest this, you can send a letter." But if we could still decide that you're out of luck, and I was still out of luck. Yeah. Oh, oh, Marta, I didn't take it as a dig at me at all. Don't worry about it. Um, contact my state rep. Maybe I should. But like, right. So this is saying if I don't pay basically within a month, I might have to pay double. I haven't yeah. paid. And now I might be liable for double, but it's not on the website that I owe them money. 
and I, I can I can search by ticket number. I have searched by uh, my my license plate, and like clearly they have my information because the the violation, the speed violation, we got we got that in the mail, right? So like right. I know that's real. Okay. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, well I've clearly looked up the right record. I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look it up by ticket number. If I actually look it up by ticket number, it says they're not found. There are no tickets associated with that ticket number. So they. Now can you talk to a human being? Why would I do that? Well, I don't know, because you don't want to pay $500. But, like, if I try to pay it, like, I can, if I try to pay it, I, I am trying, I have tried to pay it. I logged onto the website, I said, let me pay. And then it's like, can you, you take, know, can you take screenshots and stuff of, like, is your, when it, when you put your number in and it says there's no record of this number, is your number still showing? Like your ticket yeah. number? So I would take a screenshot of that just to have in your back pocket. Go, listen, I tried to pay. I tried to pay numerous times. I entered my ticket number. It's not in the system. Yeah, where's print screen? And I don't have I don't have a uh, you know, I don't have a checkbook. I'm not gonna get a American Express Traveler's check. Yeah. Cashier's right. check. I mean, any, I can do it. any proof you have, leave yourself. Oh, Marta says maybe it's a scam. Where did did the ticket come in the mail or did they hand it to you at the uh Tow yard. Uh tow yard. That's tow yard scam. <laughs> tow yard scam. They run it all the time. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It's very common. These guys that come, they jack your car, then they make you pay more for it. I mean, okay, is there a chance because I picked up my car within an hour that it wasn't entered into the city of Chicago's system? Could be. Like, did would they have just like Okay, right, right up the ticket. I don't know how tickets get entered, right? So like, they take this like paper thing. They're like, doot, 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 doot. okay, stick it under the windshield, and then they call the tow company. Maybe they forgot to like. I think there's a. I think there's a. They have a copy. They don't just write that envelope and leave it. They they have a copy of it somewhere. I don't know if the copy pulls off the top. I I don't know how it is, but they you know. They're not just either they're entering it on a little thing. Doo -doo 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 -doo. So I have two. You're doing a lot of Michael Winslow sound effects tonight. I'm not a fan I, of it. I have two options. Yes, I they can, are. I can write a $250 check and mail this in. Right. And hope that they just accept it and goes away. Or I could just keep I could just keep trying the website and forget about it after like a month. Sure, and the next time you drive down for some funky concert, they throw the boot on you. I mean, no, they only do the boot if you've got like 10 unpaid tickets or something. I don't know. Listen. It's not like a single unpaid ticket. I want to go to this website. That, I would uh, much rather panic and think it is. I want to think that it's one ticket in there. I, I also always wonder how the hell they find you. Like, if you live in a place and your car never moves, that's okay. But if you have some outstanding tickets and you just drive into the city one night, what's going to happen? Who's looking for your car? There's nobody at the city borders because I live on a city border. There's nobody there watching for people to come by that might have uh, and run in everybody's plate. Go to, we got to boot that guy. So I don't know how they know. I, I don't need, I've, I have gone through uh, the I-pass lanes, you know, 20 times since yeah. this ticket happened. So they, they know my, they know where you are. They've got like, right. Like, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I, I don't, First of all, yeah, Part, like, all right, bureaucracies are horribly inefficient. Yes. And like the city of Chicago, like 
sucks at a lot of things, right? Correct. So maybe they just screwed up and like they they like the maybe there's a new employee, right? Right. Who doesn't know that like you write a ticket and then enter it and then have it towed. Maybe like they just, you know. Yeah. Like, could be could be it just maybe it just fell behind the counter. Maybe, know. you know, it's on on the floor somewhere. I, I will try to con I will continue to try in good faith to pay this ticket on Online. the website where Online. the Illinois.gov slash pay.chicago.gov has my information. Right. But if my information doesn't come up, I'm not gonna mail a check and yeah. assume that they know that I owe them money. Right. I wouldn't. I would wait. Cause it, it could just be a long delay getting it into the system. Very surprising. You know? So yeah, I do. Don't worry about it. Since it, well, since your wife is a speed demon, a lead foot, and she got your car tagged for zipping along, yeah, I didn't even think I I didn't think they gave especially camera warnings. Maybe that's because now there was such a hullabaloo over the the speed zones, the traps, you know, because it was because mm -hmm. Molly got one near a, I don't know if it was a school or a park, but it was a time when there was nothing happening, um, but it came in the mail. And she's like, I got a warning. I'm like, boy, the only, I remember getting warnings a couple times, but that was old school. The cop stopped me and walked up to the car. That wasn't some robotic camera that was throwing me a, uh, throwing me a warning. I think what happened with this one is it might've been in a school zone, Ooh. but on like a Sunday. That doesn't count. You wouldn't think, but I think it's just automated. I mean, it is automated, right? So let me see. Let me see if I. Sandy can. says you should check to see if the address for ticket payment is legit. So uh, Google sure. the ad, Google the address on the ticket. This could all be. Oh man, we are. I love that. Uh, not only you and I, but the the listeners are starting to become more, more and more controversial and uh, savvy about conspiracies. But if it was a scam, hold on. Where is that? Let me try this. I don't know. Where's the place? Um, if it's a, if it's a scam, if it's a scam, they would have asked for my inf payment info, right? Like they would have let, they would, it would have come up as like, oh, you can, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're going to, if that's the legit website, right? You know what? Okay. So here's the other thing. When I submit to contest a ticket, yeah. um, when I put in the number of the ticket to contest it, yeah. It says check the ticket you like to contest. We talked about this a little bit. We'll go. It says the results displayed are based on the information you entered from the search page. All right. I entered the ticket number. Ticket okay. number is in there. Got it. And it allows me to choose either correspondence or in person to contest it. Okay. But then in in uh, italics and bold, very, Ooh. very clear. So you cannot miss it. They say the virtual hearing contest method is not provided until registered owner data is received from the secretary of state i remember you telling me telling us that yeah okay which, so which, we don't i don't know what that means well apparently so i don't have the virtual hearing contest method which means my data has not been received by the the secretary of state right so that means the secretary of state doesn't know that this ticket is in their system and i also can't pay it off it won't let me pay it off and it won't let me contest it in, in online I don't think they know that I have this ticket. Then just roll with it. What's the worst that can happen? This You're is out what I'm 15, saying. 15, 2,000 bucks. And I mean, they just keeps rolling over.
I didn't deserve this ticket, so I don't feel bad about it. Like, all right, if if there was like a big handicapped parking thing and there's like blue line, right? And I like walk back, I'd be like, oh, that's stupid me. Like, I would I would have written him a check right then and there. But just surveying the scene, and I should have taken pictures, but I didn't know that I needed to take pictures. Surveying the scene, I'm walking around. I'm like, that is not obvious. Oh, uh, where's the sign here? Oh, look, it's behind a tree facing backwards towards the sidewalk. No way I could have seen that, you know? Oh, here's the picture I took of the, like, street parking zone. Hmm, don't see anything about handicapped parking there. Oh, here's the app. Hmm, don't see anything about handicapped parking there. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's stupid, stupid. Maybe they realized it and just tore it up. And we're hoping you just pay up. They're like sheep, out. like sheeple. You just pay the man. I should sue the city of Chicago. What are you going to sue him for? A wrongful imprisonment of my mm. car. Of your car. Well, yeah, your car's liberty. Listen, your car's liberty was denied. Yeah. It was taken from it horribly. It was forced to suffer indignations of being down in the tow lot on lower, 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 lower Wacker Drive. That's you bad. missed a lower in there. Did I? Ugh. That's even worse now. Now, I, you know what? That added two zeros to the settlement. So now there's zeros across the board. I, I've just had this ticket. I meaning. love that you I love that you would I, I think you should fight. You should sue the city. And then instead of paying $250 for the ticket, you're out like twenty thousand dollars for lawyers' fees. Hmm. That's I think that's a win-win. Yeah. It it I have it sitting here leaning up against my monitor um, in my podcast closet. So every time I come here every week, it's the first thing I see. Anytime I come in here, record something or Skype with something, whatever I do in this closet, right. this whatever area, you do in that little room, this giant orange ugly ass ticket is sitting here, and it's stupid. Um, so I'm, I'm, I hope that people are finding this mildly entertaining because I but think, you, well, it happens to everybody. It's, it's ridiculous. We all get, but put it away. And what the worst thing that happens is you'll get a letter in a month or three months or whatever. As you never paid this ticket, now you owe us this much. And then they'll say, well, it's too late to, uh, you could have contested it before. And you go, no, I couldn't. I went on the website. Nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. Can you prove that? Well, as a matter of fact, my co-host told me to take a screenshot. So cha-chang, here you go, jerks. Yeah. So that's that. Well, it's always, it's always intriguing when you try to fight the law. Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen that often. No. Um, yeah, good times. Good. What times. else do we miss? We we've been gone. We, we have been gone. Go we missed week. the slap. We we didn't get to do anything on the oh slap. But I really don't want to. I really, you know, you got anything on the slap? Uh, no. What's the thing that I did? Oh, and, I don't know if it's still playing, but we saw Tosca at the Lyric Opera. Oh, that's right. You were going to get your spats out in your top hat. How was the lyric? Really good. Really good. Yeah. It. I. It's uh, Tosca is um, Puccini. Is that right? I have to look that up. I'm gonna sound like, I'm gonna feel like an idiot if it's not Puccini. Oh, oh, thank God! It's, yes, is Puccini. it Puccini? Yeah, Tosca. Um, yeah, the score was really good. The the performances were amazing. The lead, I thought the lead male like really crushed it in yeah. uh, the first act. One of the first songs was so so good. But yeah, so I don't know if it's still playing, but if it is, I uh, recommend it. It's really good. Cody's um, pick to click. That's for my pick opera to click, fans, yeah. for opera fans everywhere. What about non-opera fans? Would they enjoy it? I think so. Oh, yeah. was the last? Oh, no, it's through April 10th. You've there you go. You got this time. Weekend. You still Dude, got time. Uh, Brian? Cody? 
Yes. What if I got you tickets for your birthday? Here's the oh, thing. Man. I have my own performance on Saturday. Uh oh. That what I will that? be I will be performing. Uh, I'm gonna actually gonna be at listen to this. Nothing better. I'm at the Lockport Moose Lodge Saturday night for a big show. Uh, I did it once before, I, I right before the pandemic. And they do a dinner and a show thing, and the crowd was fantastic. So I'm looking forward to getting back there on Saturday. Um, so, th- But thank you. I actually was supposed to be going to the opening night of Moulin Rouge tonight. But with my leg, I decided against it. So... I, uh, unfortunately I did not get to see Moulin Rouge, but next week we're going to see six or the Henry, the eighth wives musical. Everyone I know is still talking about this musical. Didn't the Chicago shakes do it like four years ago? I don't know. I know All it was right. big. I know it was huge on Broadway. People are very um, excited about this show. Very excited. I can hardly wait. Uh, I'm very, you know, by then my leg will be back to semi-normal size. I can wear shoes that are not just gym shoes. It's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, and then doing uh, doing the stand-up Saturday. So if you're anybody's around, you go to lockportmoose.com and uh it's right there on the uh right there on the screen. So that'll be that'll be a good time. And yeah, there's uh, the birthday I I'm getting much better about my birthdays cuz you know I hate my birthday. Yeah. Always have um and so but now it's a new more evolved me over the last year and a half. So it was very nice. Molly actually came over early. She brought Walter. Debbie uh, had made a lot of uh, Debbie had gotten up super early and gone to Weber's to get some chocolate donuts. Oh. Best chocolate donuts in the city. Don't at me. I will fight anybody who says they have a better chocolate donut. Then she was she so we had brunch. She made an egg bake and we had some donuts and some mimosas and it was very nice. And then, um, then I sat down in the chair because they were yelling at me to uh, sit in the chair, and we just had an enjoyable day. Got some sushi for dinner. Molly gave me a very cool Captain America like tumbler. It's like a Yeti, but a different brand. So my coffee stays hot at school in my Captain America tumbler. Nice. And then she gave me like a camp size mug with of Spider Man. So this company, so I've got a Spider-Man mug for at home and my Captain America tumbler for at work. So I look like, you know, your, uh, your fan, air quotes, who said you sounded like a 13-year-old boy. I actually, at my advanced age, still carry the things of a 13-year-old boy and could not be happier about it. It's very exciting. And then, because they know I'm, I've started back on uh, the road to health, Instead of getting me an entire German chocolate cake, which they did last year, and then I ended up having to eat the whole thing. Not having to. I just ended up doing it because I was depressed. I ate the whole thing. This year, Molly went up to the same place and got a slice of German chocolate cake. And it was lovely. Yeah. That's so, pro, dude. That's pro. That was a pro move. She she came through big. Uh, she got something for herself and Debbie. And then she, she got me one piece. Of, she Saturday night. She said, now, listen, uh, I know, you know, you're, you're trying to get back on the wagon, so to speak. Um, is it okay? I don't want to get you a whole cake. Is it okay if I bring you a piece of cake? And I was like, yeah, I, I didn't know where she was going to get it, but, uh, she went to this place. Oh man. The German chocolate cake is unparalleled. Best German chocolate cake I've had. I wish I could remember the place she got a salon, something. 
Uh, yeah. So, so it was nice. Everything was, uh, everything was good. I last week, all we did was worry about uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Then we worried about the, uh, the war in Ukraine and war crimes, which we should be worrying about. And then people yelled about the gas prices and, you know, so we released a few, few thousand barrels and everybody's like, well, that's not going to help forever. And I was like, yeah, no, it takes a while to get, to get those plants up and running to produce more gasoline. So it's a stopgap measure. I'm trying to think what else, what else happened? We had busy, busy, uh, personal, personal lives, but the world kept spinning. Very, yeah, very busy. Uh, we had a couple friends over last, uh, last weekend. We watched the Roger Moore, 1979, James Bond's classic Moonraker. I remember going to the theater to see Moonraker. Really? When he, when he levitates after making the love or while making the love in anti-gravity or in zero gravity. Did, was it, what, how did you like it at the time? Well, I was a young man. I was in puberty, so I loved it. Okay. I'm it's sure it's, awful. I'm sure it's dated and horrible. It's yeah. awful. Like it's, so like we you know we watched from Russia with love like a month ago my wife and I right well yeah but that's like Sean Connery in the one of the best Bond movies ever right so right so uh, I I didn't realize there was that much of a range in how good and bad they are like oh yeah the, the Connery like that movie every line he has is a one liner and a pun and uh, like really just unnecessarily sexual and over the top <laughs> but it's great it's great yeah. and it's ridiculousness and moonraker was just like i mean my wife has never had never seen a roger moore james bond movie yeah she, i re, i remember not being a fan at all when i was little of him yeah uh and i was always mad because he had some of the best like he had some of the best like uh plots like i think man with the golden gun is roger moore i'm pretty I think sure so, yeah i know moonraker is um but he he, he got like a lot of the good storylines and God, he's awful. He just looks old, and he's not. He has no charisma. No, he's, he's the charisma of a of a shoebox. But he did a number of films. He, he did, did a like number of them. Or something. Yeah. He did like ten of them at least. Yeah, because when I like the Sean Connery ones came out when I was too young to know anything. So the ones I when I would see them at the theater as a kid, it was the Roger Moore stuff. Yeah. So so yeah, I remember Moonraker. As a you know, as a as a young boy, you see it. Uh, you know, you see some people floating in the air, bumping uglies. You're like, hey, now something uh, something I could get I could get behind. I yeah. could throw my support behind this, which you'd have to throw some support because every time you thrust in zero gravity, you just keep going. <laughs> There's no you know where how are you gonna you gotta hold on to something. It, it doesn't. Sex in space does not seem possible. No, or at least not. It like seems difficult. No, I shouldn't say that. Because you could sit, I guess, in the cockpit. Ha-ha, <laughs> no pun intended. And uh, in the chair. And do it. Why am I thinking about having sex in space? Don't I don't know. You I really, don't even get you, to have sex on, on this planet. You well, really latched on to that one. That, you just went <laughs> full in on the... Like, There's no, no other commentary about really I don't remember film. anything else about the movie. That's how bad it was. I remember one, like, five-second scene. That's the only thing I remember is them floating up. Whoop. And wasn't there somebody outside the window or they were on camera with Q? Somebody, somebody, it must have been a call. Somebody outside the window. <laughs> I was pretty drunk, honestly, by the time we finished the movie. I don't, I remember very little of it. 
Can I throw a James Bond recommendation to you? Uh, yes. This is by far my favorite James Bond. The first James Bond featuring Daniel Craig, Casino Royale, mm -hmm. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Because it finally, it boiled down what James Bond is supposed to be. He's still kind of dapper, but he's more of a blunt instrument that's used by the government to take care of stuff. And it's just, it was a little grittier. There wasn't, there were still the gadgets and the car and, you know, a beautiful woman, but uh, the, the overt sexism was gone. Uh, a little more violence, a little more realistic. I really enjoyed it. Cool. So there, uh, there's yeah. my James Bond pick. Was so oh so our friends actually who came over wanted to watch something campy, and okay. oh, so my that, wife that works. suggested James Bond, and I was like, well, I don't know the campiest ones. I I think Moonraker's probably up there. And then I googled. It's funny what you said about Craig because about the that Daniel Craig movie. Daniel Craig. Uh, Daniel Craig movies is is that uh, when I googled this list, uh, I started reading through a little bit, just a handful of them. It said Moonraker was so campy, people thought it was satire when it came out. <laughs> that so makes I'm sense. like, cool. I'm on the right track. And then, and then when it got to the Daniel Craig's, it talks about how the Daniel Craig James Bonds start to get darker and grittier. And you literally just said it's grittier. Yeah, it's because so, it's true. I mean, the 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 original, I, I I don't remember. I think I've seen the original Casino Royale. Oh, you're talking. You didn't watch Octopussy. Goldfinger was uh, Connery, by the way. Yeah, Goldfinger was Connery. I knew that. No, Man with a Golden Gun. Oh, Man with a Golden Gun. I okay. think was Roger Moore. Moonraker, just the, yes, Roger Moore was in uh, Man with a Golden Gun. He was in yeah. Live and Let Die. Yeah. Moonraker. But yeah, if you... Uh, yeah, would... the, yeah, The Spy Who Loved Me, For Your Eyes Only, If yeah. You Kill. Like, all those are pretty iconic titles. Iconic right. theme songs, like but it know, was the seventies the... and early eighties, and the the movies were just bad. Yeah, just yeah. bad. Now we saw we just watched the trailer for uh, No Time to Die, the last, the most recent Daniel Craig James Bond, mm -hmm. and we have to we have to rent it. We're not even going to wait till it comes free because just the trailer, it's like oh my god, this looks insane. So have you seen the Batman? I have not seen the Batman. Because, Cody, I've not gone to a theater in over two years, and I'm okay with that. Unless I'm going, unless I want to splurge and find one of those theaters with the, the big chairs and where you can order some food. But somebody, who was I? I was just talking to, oh, we, I was out with my cousin and his wife uh, a couple weeks ago. We were having dinner, and they said they had gone to see the see the Batman, but the theater they went to had big recliners, and my cousin's wife said she slept through half the movie because she was in this recliner in a dark room. And I'm like, that's exactly what's going to happen. I, I, If I fall asleep at home, I can rewind the movie. If I fall asleep in the theater, I'm SOL. And there I am just snoring away. It's a big lazy boy at a theater. Yeah. So, no, have you seen it? No. I've, I've heard no desire. it. I've, really? You don't want to see uh, Twilight as Batman? I don't care about superhero movies anymore. What happened? What soured you? Uh, nothing. I mean, uh, the peak the peak was Infinity War. Yes. Uh, and then what was the second one? Infinity War Part 2? Uh, Endgame. Endgame, right? Endgame was not that great. It was fine. Oh, it made me cry. I know. I mean, it was probably fine at the time. But then after that, it's like I don't care anymore. Okay. Uh, um, And I... 
yeah, the whole like the the problem was the Marvel universe became too big. It's like, oh great, Endgame's now uh, over. Great, now watch two hundred episodes of Loki on Disney Plus, and also watch the eighteen other shows on Disney Plus. Yeah, they got watch- Night Moon Moon Warrior Moon Knight or something is on now. Some guy I've never heard of, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. Uh, I did watch Loki. Loki was actually very, very funny. Very good. good. Yeah. Um, uh, Vision, the Vision Wand, one. WandaVision was okay. Hawkeye was pretty good too. Um, but those are all of, see, those all have ties to the Avengers. So that's why it's like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, now it's getting into, uh, there's some, uh, there's Morbius is a Marvel movie where, I don't know, somebody becomes a vampire, I guess. I've never, I'm like, no, I'm not going to go see that. Morbius is a vampire. They blew, I mean, Marvel blew their load with stage one, right? Like, yeah, Marvel, what else I mean, you got? No one cares at all about anyone as much as that first. Like, there's there's no every superhero from here on out is B tier. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody from people my age on down had waited forever to finally see these movies. And to Marvel's credit, they did the movies pretty darn well. And it was all the all the tentacles in the universe were coming together for that final those final two movies and it worked it was yeah. over it was like okay you know i did watch i watched the falcon in the winter snowman on disney that was pretty good but again these are all the same guys like i don't care about this new one i'm not watching this night moon jerk you know, I, I I have no desire. I don't know who he is. I don't I, care. I would watch the Spider-Man movies. I really want to see the the last Spider-Man. I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, besides besides that, it's 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 like I the only the only Marvel hero that would probably come close to a tier would be Daredevil, who had a Netflix show, which was very good. Which was good. It was good. I watched the first season only, but it was quite good. Um, Except that had... it was one of those shows that was always filmed too dark for my old eyes. It's like, this is so dark. <laughs> it's yeah. so dark. But anyway, so, the Daredevil. Well, here's here's my exception. I agree with you with Spider-Man. I want to see the last one. I'll always have a little soft spot for Spider-Man because he's my number two guy. Um, but they keep reinventing. I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man because he finally seems like the age Peter Parker should be. So I like that. I, and I want to see this one because I guess they all get together. They have a, they hang out. They get high. I don't know what they're up to. But all the Spider-Men are, all the Spider-Men are hanging out. I know there's a, a scene where uh, I forget which one. I think Tobey Maguire's Peter could squirt webs organically. Other other ones had machine. They're all they're all like it's a circle jerk, basically. And they're shooting web all over. But only one of them is actually shooting it out of his body. The other two are shooting it out of uh, whatever mechanics they have. So I would go see that. And if they ever make a Fantastic Four movie, then I have to I have to go see it because well, Fantastic make, Four is my number three. If they ever make a good one, you mean? Well, yeah, I mean one that we could sit through and see. Yeah. And so that would be that would be key, yeah, because the 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 old Fantastic Four movies were just oh my god, embarrassingly bad. Now that's Marvel didn't own it at the time; they didn't have the rights. They still don't. I thought they got them. Or they're working. There's there's talk that it's things are moving forward slowly, but it was so weird that Chris Evans played the Human Torch in the bad Fantastic Four movies for another studio, and then became Captain America. At first, I was bothered by that. It's like, hmm, you can't uh, can't do that. No, but what are you gonna do? I I will say 
the best villain in the Marvel universe is Doctor Doom. Yes. Uh, and no one I will I will die on that hill. Mm. There's no one. And if they could do him right and build him up over a bunch of movies, like if I heard that like the Incredibles or whatever the hell Angelina Jolie was doing, the Oh, the Eternals. The Eternals. I didn't see it. I don't right, have like, eight hours. If I heard that the last 10 minutes there's like a Doctor Doom cameo or like a build-up, even a post-credit sequence, I'd be like, right. okay. I want to get in. in. I'll get in stage two of the Marvel explosion universe just to see what they do with Dr. Doom. Cause he's yes. the man. I'm boy. I'm torn because yes, Dr. Doom, ominous villain, formidable. But then I think to myself, what about red skull? Well, they already did red Could, skull and they didn't really, I know they didn't play him out, but I'm just, no, I'm just saying in the pantheon of Marvel villains, that was oh. your, that was your, that was your treatise in the pantheon of Marvel villains. You claimed Dr. Doom to be the, the most evil. I would, I would throw in the red skull. I would throw in green goblin and then another doctor, Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus. No, they're all great. The most powerful is Dr. Doom by far. Yeah. Well, he's got that space radiation that helps him out. Well, if you follow, if you follow the comics, like he has literally won like three times. Like there's a whole character arc where he literally takes over the world. And then he's like, <laughs> well, this is kind of boring. And Reed Richards, you can do better, do better next time. And he just like stops. He's like, here you go. Bye. <laughs> like he, he's done this like three times. <laughs> he's so good. Uh, he'll just like beat the fantastic four. And he's just like, you guys like, come on, Reed. Like, let's yeah, make it worth my time. Yeah. Show a yes. little something for the effort. Yes. Yeah. Like he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> All right. I'll give, I'll give you that. Yeah, and in the movies he was played by that guy who was in Nip Tuck. The so it was yeah, it was not it's like, oh come on. No. That was just that was just bad. Bad all the way around. So that's the and I know Fantastic Four is depending on who you talk to, maybe A tier, low A tier, top of the B tier. I say A. They're in A. Yeah, because they're they've been around for a long time. So and I I lost interest in the X-Men movies. I think after two, you know, back when they started coming out. Because again, it's not Marvel; it's another studio. Yeah, X Men Apocalypse was was apocalyptically bad. Was it really so bad? Um, do you, what if the next Marvel villain is Will Smith? Wow, Captain Slaps. That would be wild. And he just, he he's a combination of Reed Richards because his one arm, his right arm will just, whoosh, he can slap wherever. And then the whole thing is he will get you and he can suck your soul into his mouth. Keep my friend's soul in my mouth. <laughs> he just sucks it in. So he slaps you. And as you're woozy, he just, whoosh, and then yells, I kept your soul in my mouth. <laughs> it was oh, almost a little Chris Rock. That was a little, yeah. a little bit, a little bit Chris Rock. I'm almost glad we were off that week just because it's all anyone talked about. And it's like, do we need more hot takes? It went on for a week. Here's my only hot take. If you think it's okay to just walk up in public and slap somebody, you're wrong. You're, you're no, just completely wrong. You're not wrong. You're rich. Correct. You are rich and you will live above the law because we witnessed an actual crime on television. That's not hyperbole. We witnessed a battery. 
on live television. And then we witnessed him cry because he got an Oscar. <laughs> so Will Smith is a uh, little bitch. I didn't watch it. I was just there for the memes. Uh, I got to say, uh, you know, I've been an AEW wrestling fan, right? You have. You have. Die hard. Are you not uh, anymore? No, I, no, it's the past. Uh, so WWE, I haven't really paid any attention to at all. I didn't even watch the Rumble this year. Really? Wasn't yeah. WrestleMania the other day? So until uh -oh. this weekend, I was like, well, hey, WrestleMania is this weekend. Traditionally, for my birthday, for decades, I have uh, watched WrestleMania. I, I used to take, take days the, off. The, yeah. I Yeah, I would call off Sunday. I'd say, Brian, I'm taking this Sunday off to watch WrestleMania. And uh, you would give me endless, well, endless. Well, of course I did crap about it i had to that's my job description yeah you know, for sure so i get it well wrestlemania is two nights these days i don't know if you knew that i had heard that why what's uh, other than money other than we're money grubbing pigs why do we why do we need to stretch it to two nights we we no one does and Vince McMahon's an idiot and it sucks oh, okay well then that's so i missed night one because i was seeing chris jericho funny tie-in play nice tie-in performing but night i'm like well we'll watch i'll watch night two because because I was, I was i was genuinely curious i'm like WWE's been kind of crappy for a long time. And I, I stopped caring years ago and started watching AEW. And I'm like, oh my God, this is good wrestling. This is like what I had when I was a child is so good. So I was like, all right, I've, I've, I haven't touched WWE in at least a year, probably two. I'm like, let's just watch WrestleMania and see how it stacks up. Yeah. Let's look how sports let's entertainment grow. versus pro wrestling. Let's <laughs> uh, night two of WrestleMania was probably the worst four hours of wrestling i've ever seen really generally it just i just hated every second of it i heard there were some celebrity matches were those on sunday night there were several and uh the wrestlers lost everyone to the really? celebrities uh yeah pat mcafee the kicker well, pat mcafee he was a uh, yeah he's the podcast guy that aaron Rodgers always goes on he was the kicker for the colts yeah yeah so he had a match who'd he wrestle uh i don't remember austin okay. theory and he I won know that name yeah i don't know and then uh there was another there's a, a logan paul fought in a tag team match youtuber logan paul that was saturday actually he won uh, that oh sure he did he wins um, everything yeah and that except my admiration <laughs> and then uh steve-o from jackass yep newly sober or sober steve-o yeah i don't Who know do wrestle I, I don't Stone like Code steve austin I don't like him and I hate Jackass and he and the entire cast and crew of Jackass uh beat up a really good wrestler and like had mouse traps in the match and a bunch of like stupid gimmick jokes and the oh. commentators were screaming the entire time like it was the funniest thing they've ever seen oh. uh and the internet even liked it and the crowd was what? hot for it so I but I I'm just like maybe am I am I out of touch and I'm just old now my Yeah, you might be. You might well Either that or you just like quality entertainment. You hate to see something that you really enjoy bastardized by Steve-O in a mousetrap. Yeah. yeah, I heard Johnny Knoxville wrestled somebody too. And uh, uh, Oh, that's who I meant. John, not Steve-O. Oh, who's Johnny Knoxville? Steve yeah, who's Steve-O? Steve-O was also in Jackass. He was the bald one. He was a lunatic. Okay, no, it was... I, it was, I, I did, so now he's doing stand-up. That's great. It's Steve-O. But uh, yeah, I heard I heard all about it. What is it? What does it run for one night of WrestleMania? Oh, I don't know. I found a free stream on the internet. Ah, uh, there you go. That's I just Googled watch WrestleMania like. free and clicked, and there was a free stream. 
And now, now your computer is filled with so many virus eyes. It's on Peacock. I'm not going to buy Peacock. No one has Peacock. Why would Peacock. anyone buy Peacock? Oh, they have The Office. I Okay. You everyone, go buy it on DVD for a dollar. Everyone has The Office. Yeah. Have you not seen every episode 77 times? <laughs> I mean, it's a fine show, but please, let's not be so obsessed. No, I'm not. There was something coming on that I was like, oh, maybe we'll get – or. Uh, there was something we were going to watch, and there was Peacock. And I was like, oh, is Peacock free? No. Out. Forget it. That and Paramount Plus. Oh, you want to look? You like Yellowstone on the Paramount Network? I do. How about this? 1908. It's on Paramount Plus. It's the origin story. I'm like, oh, that'll be great. What? No. Out. Forget it. Plus, the other day, we go to watch some movies uh, on my birthday. I was going to be. <laughs> this, is, I, this is how I've mellowed with age. The movie I chose to watch in the afternoon, we were going to watch Encanto, the Disney film. Because everybody at school says, oh, Encanto. The song, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. I know you've heard that song. It's uh -huh. everywhere. There's a couple songs from, from Encanto. Well, Disney Plus, which we pay for, would not load time and time again. Then I went to watch something on Netflix. It would not load time and time again. Finally, I was reduced to watching something on Hulu. Oh, I know. Talk about ruining a guy's birthday. Got to watch some Hulu. They have they have improved their uh, interface a little bit, but still, it's Hulu. It takes a yeah. while. To, it takes a long time to load. So yeah, but then uh, I don't know. They all. So yeah, I'm not going to pay to stream. Did Stone Cold wrestle? I heard Stone Cold wrestled. He wrestled Saturday. I need to find a replay of that because that I kind of like to see. But how long do they keep bringing these guys back? They haven't made a new star in 20 years. Oh, that's true. Name one guy you've even heard of besides like John Cena from like post 2005. CM Punk, but he left. Punk, um, Punk, true. He left. He left. You know, I always am a fan of Hornswoggle. <laughs> I don't know. He was a long time ago. Yeah, John Cena. Um, boy, you're right. Nobody. All the all you remember is the old guys from the the heydays. Now, like I go back before the Attitude Era, so I remember those guys. I don't. I who who just died? Scott Nash. Is he the one that died? No. Um, Kevin Scott Nash. Steiner. Scott Steiner. Ray, or no, Razor Ramon. Yeah, Scott Steiner. Razor Ramon. Yeah. He's not uh, one of the Steiner brothers, is he? Big Papa Pump. <sighs> Boom. <sighs> I don't know if he's related. Uh, and Batista. Okay, so Batista. Oh, fair. Batista. Okay, Tom. Batista was early 2000s, but. <sighs> that's still 20 years ago. Yeah. 2002, wow. 2003. He probably won his first title. I'm going to say actually. Uh, I wonder, I'm going to say he what won about his Goldberg? First... Goldberg's from the 90s. Uh, that's so already, Batista, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Batista won his first title in 2002. Let me look. All right. Check it um, out. Okay. We're wrestling. That's. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place okay. your bets. Where is? Hold on, it's getting me under championships. Cody's oh. coming to the. Cody's coming up to the world championship two times. It is. Hold on, I gotta look at like WWE championship history. Um, WWE championship. Here we go. Um. What? Where's the list of holders? Holders? 
for a I was going to make a really bad, completely 13-year-old joke, but I won't. Excuse me. This is... Why can't I find this? Uh, all right. When did know. Batista win the WWE title? Should not be so hard. It shouldn't be that hard. From 2002 to 2010, he gained oh, fame wow. under the ring Batista. But when did he win the first title? I don't know. Cody, why don't you just tell me? I'm so upset about this. Just tell me what happened. Why is this so hard? All right, I guess we'll never know because Wikipedia sucks. The world may never know. Dun, da, I'm, da, da, so, da. I'm so mad. I can't I can't verify this extremely simple fact. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm scrolling. All right, where is Batista? It says he won it in 2009. Maybe I was way off. Okay. Yep, 2009. Wow, I was way Well, old. that's still, yeah. That's... All right, Batista. Cool, we'll go with Batista. Yeah, Batista and John Cena are the only stars they've made in the last 20 years. that's still 13 years, yeah. That's rough. Batista's gone. I mean, like, before they had The Rock, Stone Cold, Chris Jericho, Kurt, I mean, there's, yeah. It yeah. This is this was a huge waste of everyone's time. I apologize. Uh, I'm done. Listen, we're all, yeah. We're, I, I think we're, I think on that note, we, uh, we may have, we may have run it out, run it, run out the clock. For Terrible. this week's episode, uh, keep an eye out. Next week, we may, uh, well, we're definitely going to be doing it the show on another night. Cody, you didn't know that, but uh, next week, yeah, next week we have to do it on another night because I have, I'm going to the theater on Tuesday. So we'll talk and figure out what night is best, but we will, we will endeavor to bring you another hilarious episode or a, our first hilarious episode. Either way, we're going to figure that out. Uh, one more time, I will plug that I am at the uh, Lockport Moose Lodge Saturday, April 9th. Uh, dinner show packages are available. If you go to lockportmoose.com, you can uh, have some food, have some laughs. I may, Cody, I'm debating because Easter is coming, and I may break out the saddest Easter story ever for the first time ever on stage Saturday Oh. Night. Yeah. I don't know if that's an incentive for people to come. Probably not. Could be... But you know that story gets more elaborate every time I tell it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it could be that I was actually crucified this this time when I tell it on stage. You never know. With the ham bone. That would be the ultimate irony. If as punishment, I was crucified and they drove in the nails with the ham bone. And then I, then I sang the ham bone. Ham bone, ham bone, ham bone. That would be fun. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. That's it. It sure would. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> All right. Well, listen, happy birthday again. Uh, now you're 28 years old and you're mm -hmm. feeling saucy. Got the family, got everything going. Yeah. You're a man of means. Yeah. By any means necessary. Paying parking tickets like they're made of nothing. Yeah. You don't even care. You don't care. Forget it. Throw it all out right now. Got anything else? Nope, never. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for watching. Be sure to uh, follow and subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, yeah, that's it. Good night. Okay, bye.